Hey everybody, it's Jamie. I hope you are all doing well. It is Thanksgiving Day and it's honestly a beautiful day considering we were supposed to get snow last night. So hopefully the roads are clear and safe and everybody's able to travel safely today out here in the Midwest where I'm at. Um, I hope you are all able to be thankful today. I know that sounds cliche and we should be thankful every day, but I know holidays can be hard sometimes, especially after loss or during grief or the struggles. It can be hard to find something to be thankful for. But we sh we always have something to be thankful for. I've been listening um, on the radio the last week. They keep talking about, you know, preparing our hearts for Thanksgiving. And that concept is kind of new. Like, I'm always thinking about, like, mindset and having a positive mindset and a grateful mindset and this and that. But preparing your heart for something is something new, I guess, I'm trying to wrap my head around. But I, th I think it's ultimately, like, the same concept. But all week I've been praying and being thankful and grateful. And I woke up this morning in like the best mood. And I just feel so thankful and so blessed despite the troubles and tribulations that I have in my life right now, the struggles. You know, um, as you guys have heard me say before, you know that my husband and I are separated. And... I guess I need to clarify on what that meant because he listened to the podcast and was upset because apparently it means something different to him. To me, it just means, you know, we're living separately. He moved out and got his own apartment, but we're still married. Like, we are not divorced. We're in this painful purgatory, stuck in the middle, trying to work things out and figure out where we are and where we stand with each other and it's hard and it's been six months since he moved out and things are not getting better and I'm losing hope but I'm not losing faith if that makes sense faith that God's will be done and things will work out and no matter what happens I'm going to be okay. We're going to be okay. Our girls are going to be okay. And I'm still thankful. I know on the podcast I did with Jonah on the 100 reasons to quit, I blame a lot of my past issues on weed. And I have a lot of regrets. But I don't regret my husband and I don't regret our marriage. I regret parts of it maybe and how some things have gone and I wish things could be different, but we went down that road together and we are who we are today because of it. And I am choosing to still look at this as a positive thing. If things miraculously change and we're able to get back together, great. If not, and we're released from this marriage and separate permanently and move on on our own paths, great. 
I will continue to follow Jesus and have faith and hope and things to come because I know that he has good plans for me. And that's another thing they were talking about on the radio this week is you always hear people say, you know, thank God for all that he has done. Thank God for all your blessings. Thank God for all the things you have. And to me that like blessings is one thing because blessings isn't always like family or material things. Blessings can be a lot of different things, you know, your health. But it still always sounds like it come from a place of selfishness. Like, thank God for all the things that he's done for you. Like, yes, but also, even if you're in a really crappy place in life, like Job, you could still thank God. You can still worship him and praise him for all for who he is, not all that he's done. And... Realizing that a while back changed my worship. You know, when I was a new Christian, I would go to worship and I would just crave the experience and hunger for that that anointing feeling, like feeling the presence of God, but in a way of like, even that was almost selfish. Like, I was going there for me to feel good, to feel that, that good feeling I get from worship. And worship is about God. Worship is all about him giving praise and love and honor and respect and glory to him. Not for what he does, but for who he is. So what are you not? So think of it like this. Don't think about what you're thankful for, but think about how you are thankful in like you are able to still be thankful in hard circumstances, in hard times. You know, Jonah, my heart goes out to you for the struggles that you're going through right now with your wife. I get it, man. Like, marriage is hard. And I really hope that you are able to still be thankful in those circumstances. Or as you always say, find satisfaction in the struggle. Um, I know God's got your back and I've been praying for you. And you got this, man. <laughs> Same with all of our listeners out there. Anybody that is struggling right now, finding it hard to be thankful in the hard times, I'm praying for you and I love you. And... More importantly than that, God loves you and you are not alone. If you continually turn towards him, you will see that more clearly every day. This year has seriously been a year of transformation for me. It's like when you are newly saved or like you are turning towards God it's like we want all these blessings and favor put on us. We want we want all these things added to us. But there's this Christian rapper that I listen to, Rare of Breed. He's from the South, and he pretty much came up with his own genre that he calls God Twing. But he has an album called, I think it's called Construction, and he says in a couple of his songs that he's under construction. 
And I never, like, I, I get what he meant, but, like, here recently I realized it's even deeper than that. Like, I, I, I totally get it because I feel like this year has been, like, a shedding process for me. Like, instead of having all these blessings and things added to my life, God is taking away. But he's taking away toxic, bad, negative things from my life. Drinking alcohol, smoking weed, tobacco, toxic people. Um, just so many other addictions, like my struggles with food. And even here lately, I noticed I'm not cussing as much. And that's something I've really been praying hard all year. Is like, God, help me to watch my tongue. Like, I don't even think about it. It just comes out of my mouth. That nasty F word. Like, I just don't even want to hear it come out of my mouth anymore. And the other day I caught myself, like, I keep saying, oh, snap, instead of the S word. And I'm like, oh, he's doing it. Like, I'm not even thinking about it anymore. Like, I'm not trying to consciously not cuss. It's just not happening anymore. And I'm like, yes, thank you, Lord. And it's a process. So it's like in a construction project, say you're going to redo the floors in your house or like put new carpet in. Well, first you have to tear out the old carpet, right? And then prepare the floor for the new carpet. If you're going to fix the roof, you got to tear off the old shingles before you can put down new ones. Anything new, you have to get rid of the old first, right? And that's like the whole Christian walk is getting rid of the old, dying to yourself. You are not who you used to be anymore. You are a new creation. It's a new start, a new beginning, a new birth. You are reborn. Ian's 5.17 says, Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, he is a new creation. All things have passed away. Behold, all things have become new. You know, the mind is like a garden. And in a garden, we have beautiful flowers or vegetables or whatever you have chosen to plant in your garden. But also in your garden, there will be weeds. And... You can choose to feed and water the flowers and the vegetables, or you can water the weeds. And gratitude and a positive mindset is like watering the flowers. And being mindful about the negativity and the toxic, intrusive thoughts that you allow to take place in your mind is like weeding out the weeds, um, not letting them overgrow and uh, kill the, the flowers and the beautiful plants that you're trying to grow in your mind. So mindfulness is huge, but we can't do it on our own. We can't do it with our own strength. And luckily, we don't have to. Um, I apologize that I started this podcast obviously on thanksgiving day and then i slipped and said somebody's name so i had to go back and record over it and it's been a while and i know thanksgiving's been like weeks ago already but this is so important like i said to to not just do this on a holiday but you know start to make this a life a lifestyle you know a habit and 
going into the holiday seasons, it's just a reminder of what life could be like all the time. Like that joy and the spirit of the season that we feel during Christmas, it's it's a taste of heaven and it's a taste of what will be for us someday and what could be for us here on earth. Um so just go into this season with joy in your hearts. Choose joy. Choose Jesus. And as the new year comes, let's start the new year off right. And I used to be big into like New Year's resolutions and all that. But for so many of us, I feel like they never make it past January. And we always set big goals for the year and it's hard to stick with it. And but I'm I'm choosing to look at it a different way now. Um, a pastor that I follow online, his church every January, they do 21 days of fasting and prayer. And for a couple of years there, I was like, oh, that sounds nice. I want to get in on that. And then I never do. Or I might get in on it for a couple of days and fall off. But last year, I was like, going to do it. I was all in, had the mindset. I prepared my heart for it. And... I was going to fast weed. I was so done, so burned out on it. I remember last Christmas, I kept telling everybody that my brain felt like burnt cookies. That was the best way I could describe it. Maybe burnt popcorn would be even a better like analogy because that smell is just awful. But I just was burnt out on weed. I was so stressed and depressed and burnt out on life that I was just burning and smoking constantly trying to numb the pain and make it go away and I was killing my brain killing my body I could feel it and everybody thought it was funny like I was joking and they would laugh when I would say that and I was like why are you laughing like there's nothing funny about that at all like I am seriously struggling and nobody took me seriously Nobody here on earth anyways. Um, So I had planned to join that 21 days of fasting and prayer. Like I was so done with weed. Well, I had actually started like a week before the church that I was following. Because I don't know why they don't start like on New Year's. And honestly, to me, it would almost make more sense to do it before Christmas. But whatever. It was that week before that fast was supposed to start that chaplain prayed that prayer in the jail when I was delivered. And so I don't think it's a coincidence at all. Like I really don't believe in coincidence anymore. I really think that it just was all part of the plan and the timing. Like I just sometimes never understand God's timing. But... I don't know. It worked out. And here I am. I don't even know. I think, oh, honestly, I should have looked at my time before I jumped on here. I think I'm at eight months. Eight months, you guys. Um, It should be almost a year, you know, if I had stuck with it. But 
those two times that I smoked, I'm counting them and I started my time over because I want it to be my time to be completely free of THC. So it's been almost a year since I've been delivered from the addiction, but eight months completely THC free. So it just feels so amazing. And I can't wait to go into this next new year with that same kind of attitude like I'm totally gonna do the 21 days of fasting and prayer again and I'm going to hit it hard like it's gonna be for real fasting with food like I don't know if I could go a full 21 days of not eating anything solid but like I don't know what I'll fast yet completely we'll see I'll just have to pray on it I guess and see what the Lord leads me to do and Back to that whole shedding process of just cutting things out of my life. It just feels good. It feels like weight being shed. Like like I'm not carrying around this burden anymore. And I'm trying to obey and quit certain things. You know, like leave sin behind me. And my friend... We had an interesting conversation and she told me that I'm punishing myself. And I can't stop thinking about that. Because it's like, am I? Maybe. But how is it a punishment if it feels good? If it makes me a better person and it makes my life better? If it gives me better health and a better better mentality how is that a punishment um she just sees it as I'm depriving myself of simple pleasure and that instant gratification but we all know where that leads us (laughs) where did that get me you know so I don't know where I'm going with this I guess um I did have a quote for you guys. I was going to save it till the end, but it makes sense to do it now so I can talk about it a little bit. But anyways, Einstein said, you can't solve a problem from the same with the same mind that created it. And if that doesn't talk about addiction, I don't know what like what else describes it perfectly because our addiction mindset creates so many problems in our lives. And then we're sitting there trying to solve them with the same addicted brain, the same burnt cookies, you know, like I can think so much more clearly now and see things from a different perspective now and life makes more sense. And the things that were so hard when I was smoking aren't that hard anymore. You know, it boils down to that motivation and the ambition. I not only have great ideas now, but I actually have the motivation to follow through on them. And it makes me think, I have this analogy that I wanted, that I've been saving for the podcast too. A few months back in like, the end of August, like the end of summer, maybe September, October, I don't really know. The sunflowers were turning 
and I was driving home one day and on the highway you can see a field of sunflowers and most of them are all like the exact same height so like perfect uh, like what's the word I'm looking for like they're all the same they're all in uh, crap I can't think of the word anyways um but as you look out over the top of them you can see a few random ones here and there that grew a foot to two feet taller and it's like to me it's like man those are overachievers you know they're like rising above the crowd and I feel like you know that's like people there's so many that are just living down at the standard the world standard or even below it and they're just going through life blind and they can't really see anything because I don't know the world is crowded or like they're just down there you know but there's the select few that has chosen to like rise up above and see the world from a different perspective see up above the bullcrap and the the drama and the trauma and the ways of the world and the the drugs and the smoking and the you know like like there's got to be something better out there let me let me climb up here and see and it's like you know it's like becoming your higher self you're more closer to god and you can see from a more like heavenly perspective it's like having that that new renewed mind so you can see your problems from a different perspective like you can look down i don't want to say look down on other people because i'm not trying to make it sound like we're better than other people but like so you can look down and you can see what they're doing and what you used to do and you're just like wow huh that's interesting no wonder I was here or there or wherever. No wonder I was doing that or feeling that or thinking that. But now up here in the fresh air, I can breathe and I can see and I can sing and be joyful and grateful. And I can see the weeds that need to be pulled out of my life and I can water the flowers so i don't i feel like i'm rambling now but i i hope you guys are all having a wonderful holiday season i hope that you are able to spend time with the loved ones or if you choose to spend it alone because that's what you want to do then more power to you i just pray that you can enjoy this holiday season and remember the reason for the season you know Jesus and I know there's always a lot of like controversy over this holiday and like oh it's a pagan holiday and this and that but it's where our heart is and my heart is always looking up towards Jesus because he is the focus of this season and of everything and I have so much to be thankful for and 
I think that if you guys look around, you will find so much to be thankful for too. So take care, happy holidays, and I'll be praying for you guys.